This is a big timing comedy production. Coming to you from the heart of Kingsville, Maryland. A place where the beer flows like wine. Deep inside the torture chambers of producer Mike, Big Timing Comedy presents Paco Got Balls featuring Wendy, hosted by the founders and pioneers of Big Timing Comedy, Stefan Subotich. I'm your Huckleberry. And Eric Jolliger. 100 push-ups in 20 minutes! And featuring Wendy Townsend. Show wing. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. So many things happening here, Wendy. How are you doing? Oh, I am delicious. Can you hear me? I can hear. It's faint. It's faint. I can. I can't hear myself. It's getting better. It's getting better. Michael, yeah, there we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. I'm delicious, Eric. Things. How are you? I, it's it's been a wild, snowy day. Uh, yeah, this is going to be an interesting evening here. Very interesting evening. Uh, good day, good evening, insomnia-ridden night, wherever you're listening. This is episode 100 for Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy. Uh, Mike, could I get a little bit of a, an applause? A little bit of a... None? We can't get nothing? We are... Thanks, guys. I have a room full of people, so... Um, yeah, episode 100. Episode 100... We have uh, we have this amazing looking cake here. Our, it's got uh, your picture on it. It does. It's got the big timing comedy uh, Paco's <laughs> Got Balls uh, cover photo on it. Our sponsor DJ Lightning. He's in the house. He's in the house. In the his house. Mr. Sean. Uh, I'm not going to give his last name because I don't want to screw up his alias here. But he's DJ Lightning. He is our sponsor, one of our sponsors, and uh, we, we wanted to give him a chance to. Talk to the people about what he does as DJ Lightning, uh, and I kind of stole his thunder. I was going to let him introduce this uh, beautiful cake that he brought, we but stole I stole your, his. We stole your thunder. I stole lightning. his uh, uh, thunder right. lightning. It's okay. <laughs> hey, shit so, happens for a reason, right? So welcome, DJ Lightning. Well, hello there. Go ahead and um, give your business a plug. Uh, we don't seem to do it justice. We do our best, <laughs> but we I try. I feel like I did it a little bit. Of yeah, you did. you do. You, you do. did. I was speaking more for Stefan, who's not here to defend himself. <laughs> we should just blame everything on him since he's not here. It's going to happen this entire episode. Yeah. Nah, it's all right. Is anybody in the mood for a DJ or what, or for a wedding or a party? Oh, God, I even screw that up. Jesus. It's all right. Or do you need a karaoke host for your karaoke night? Well, since 2014, DJ Lightning, DJ and karaoke, has been making people dance and sing without their wallet running out of money. Log on to djlightningkaraoke.com. And if you mentioned that you heard this wonderful sponsor on Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy, you will receive a light bar upgrade, a $100 value for free. Ooh. That's right. You heard me correctly. Nice. <laughs> He's like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I must be losing my effing mind. Also, you can check me out on Facebook and Instagram at DJ Lightning Karaoke. Sadly, Twitter did not fit. DJ Lightning Karaoke, so boo them. Did you do DJ Light or something? Or I did uh, DJ Lightning Oki. It's all yeah. one word. Yeah, so that's fine. Twitter is weird like that. Don't nobody yeah. nobody's upset about it. Mm. So I'm mad. <laughs> I, uh, we have a stand-in for Stefan, and 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 I think he's clamoring. I can feel the energy over yeah, here. Yeah, he deserves a, we a have, great introduction. We and I have a really good one, and I'm going to get there to that one. Uh, but I just want to—I want to give him clearance to jump on the mic here. We have 
Uh, Aaron Hinkin in the house. Hey. Uh, hey, Aaron. What's up? How you doing? Such a soothing voice from WNPR. It is. What a Aaron delight Hinken. to get to hang out here in uh, somebody else's podcast studio. Right? We took uh, over this whole man's house. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's cool in here, listeners. If you guys are like longtime listeners of the Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy podcast, you've probably got your own like uh, mental... Uh, uh, picture of of the the castle that they we dwell in. We invite listeners if you want. If you're a listener and you want to come in and like sit and watch in the Hell studio, yeah. we welcome that. It's, and I haven't even asked. It's cozy. Stefan or Eric or Mike, if that's okay. But I welcome it. It's okay, Mike. It's your house. He's disinterested. <laughs> he's he's having issues. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'll leave you. I'll leave you to your uh, woodwork over there. It's a cool uh, spot. You guys are out here in the wilderness. Like you may encounter some sort of wild cat on the way here. There have been multiple times where people thought they were probably going to get you become a skin suit, right? Because they drive up these dark, windy roads in this tiny little house in the woods, and they're like, "This is not good." This, yeah, but you walk I... in the door, and it's like, "Hey, it's a podcast it's studio," okay. and they it's got a right. bar over in the corner, and there's and cool a, posters on the walls, and a bong on the shelf. Yeah, right. and, uh, you know, there's all, all the necessary of, accoutrements, right, right? You know, to make everybody feel warm and cozy. Mm-hmm. So again, Aaron, I will uh, I will give you a proper introduction. I just wanted to, I wanted to cut you loose on the microphone. Well, thanks, man. Um, and I, I just wanted to open the window if you wanted to open the window, the door, and see if you had anything you wanted to ask DJ Lightning while we have his spotlight rolling. DJ Lightning to me seems like an, an infinitely fascinating character. He's a, this is a, <laughs> uh, let me tell you, listeners, the man wearing a hat that says DJ Lightning on the hat. He's it's He's his alter the, ego. The promo right now. Yeah, I know. You can. Are you willing to talk about what you do when you're not DJ Lightning? Oh, when, uh, when I'm not DJ Lightning, hmm. well, let's you see. have a day job, or I should say, a night job. Night job, yes. I am an overnight stalker at a uh, grocery store where I actually got the cake. I will not mention them because they will probably fire me. Well, then don't do that. <laughs> Please well, me, don't do that. No. Let me ask you instead: like, how did you get bit by the bug to become a DJ? Mm. Actually, a very bad party. Wow. Yeah. A very bad party. <laughs> you just took over the stereo system because they were fucking up. No. <laughs> I wish. No, it was just like this old guy who was doing it, and he was just taking too long, and I'm like, man, Yeah, this I hate when guys sucks. take too long. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I'm quick. <laughs> <laughs> so you what left happened? you left the party and you were like I'll never suffer through that experience again. I'm yes, going to become DJ Lightning. Well, actually no. What I did was um one day I was actually coming home and I noticed a van that had a DJ down the street from me. Was there free candy in blacked out windows? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. What's wrong? What's wrong with you people? Everything is wrong. Everything is wrong with us. <laughs> no, it's all right. <laughs> so you saw you had a you had like a role model. Yes, you, there was a, some other DJ that was in a cool van. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he she, became a mentor to you. Yeah, she became a mentor to me. She. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was actually she. I'm, and what are, what did you learn from her? What were the secrets of the trade that she imparted to you? Um, she told me, to, you know, you know how to treat guests fairly, how to you know be Here's nice to people, and you know if there's requests, then. And play them, you know, you don't want people out there stalling. You don't want people out there going, what the fuck? Do you get on the mic in between songs and you're like, hey, it's DJ Lightning, everybody. No. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's no. just straight music. Just straight music. Yeah. Sometimes I have to make an announcement for like 
say for example for a wedding you should have like a like a little speed where in between songs it's like dj lightning and then it leads into the next song you don't even need to talk Exactly. You should have like a little... Yeah, your own little stinger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. what kind of music stinger. do you like? Do you uh, do you play your own personal favorites or do you just take the crowd into mind? And Aaron, you don't I mean, even I have know. any paperwork in front of you. I and know, this is <laughs> mind-blowing. You are nailing this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just... Uh, I'm, I'm a curious human being. I wow. know, but I He's love it. So You're good. taking so much heat so off good. of us. Ooh. I know. Ooh. Tell wow. me when you want me to stop asking questions. <laughs> this is, this is gonna, your last question. I'm going to go with never. Well, yeah, but... There's going to be time for so more yeah, questions later, so you're, trust me. You're you're the DJ at a party. You yes. assess the scene, mm-hmm. maybe the age, the demographics of the crowd. You're yes. like, I'm, first I'm going to start them off with like something that can kind of be in the background, then I'm going to get the yeah. party dancing, then maybe some yep. love songs. I yes. hate that Aaron is married right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just I'm like, go on, Dreamweaver. <laughs> that voice go. is so silky go. smooth. Some of it has to do with, um, let's say, for example, somebody wants like top forty stuff. I'll play that, in, like in between, like maybe some Bruno Mars or you know whatever's hot right now, and then occasionally like Lady I'm, Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga. But wow, you that? had to get scary there, I didn't was like, you? Is that thriller? What is that? Dreamweaver. Oh, Dream Dream I just close my eyes again. <laughs> and Mike is back. Time to so, board the Dreamweaver train. Sorry, I'm a huge Gary Wright fan. You know, he actually wrote that song in uh, India with George Harrison. Really? Yes. How do you know that? Yes. I'm a big Beals fan. Mm, good for you. Yes. So, DJ Lightning, thank you so much for swinging by. Yes. Oh, also, no thank you for uh, this Feel cake. free to obviously hang out. Yeah, the cake yeah. is amazing. Can we talk about the cake for one sure, second? Sure, we absolutely yes. can. So, I wrote down in my notes here, <clears throat> the cake is a picture of the Big Timing Comedy logo, which I'm not a part of Big Timing Comedy. It's you and Stefan. Uh-huh. But I am part of the mm-hmm. podcast. You are. Yes. So, I feel like we need a promo photo with the we three do. or four or five of us. We absolutely yes. do. As opposed to just the two of you on the comedy sector. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to make that happen. I just want to make sure that yeah. you guys knew how I felt about yeah, that. Yeah, no. And, yes. and I think that's rightfully so. We, we do need to do that. Uh, yeah. So, I'm with you. All right, we good. We need to make mm-hmm. it happen. Well, we're in agreement. We're going to make it happen. All right. Andy, make it happen. Yeah, Andy. Intern Andy's here. He made it. Uh, his beard did not make it. I don't know what <laughs> happened. Uh, if uh, Yeah, I don't know if you had like a scary ride and it just like fell off. I don't know. I'm just. But is it trapping a lot of stuff in there, Andy? Yeah. I feel so much lighter. Um, <laughs> it's chilly now, isn't it? It is. You forget what your face looks like. And you're right. Like, oh, and you're like, oh, that's, that's what I look like. I have a very small chin. Why? The, yeah, <laughs> I ha- I have a very weak chin, and the beard really helps. So why did you, why? Were you trimming it, and you just fucked up? So you're like, ah, I got to start all over again? Um, You know, so we were, we went to... Yeah, uh, I saw you Saturday, Sunday morning when right. I left the hotel room you and I were in. I got really sick that night. You did. And you didn't hear me throwing I up. I didn't because I was passed the Why fuck out. Why were you out. throwing up? Um, we drank a lot. Oh, good. It wasn't. You weren't sick. Yeah, no. It yeah. was a good throw was up. A, like, was you had a good time to get there. Rody Joe's struck again. I want to go to these shows. Well, I just got it, you know... I, you, I, I've never had a beard that long, so I was throwing up, and it was like in the beard, and I'm just like, yeah. What happens? <laughs> you couldn't you shake the smell. So what you happens when you go down on your girlfriend? Was it like trapping all it's that? Great. It's like you smell it for like a while. Um, yeah, but I mean, how are you not constantly like excited if you're just that smell is just, you know, stuck to your face? Yeah. 
I mean, that happens too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they call their French tickler, by the way. <laughs> oh, Andy. It's true. We I feel you. the same way about eating Taco Bell with a beard. I, I remain <laughs> excited for a long time afterwards. You're like, is that a cheesy gordita crunch? <laughs> mm. Good God. Lord. You keep sm- sniffing your upper lip. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to move on. We're going to run through the rest yes. of the sponsors here. Uh, be sure to catch uh, our live recording of uh, this year podcast, Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy. This Saturday, February 23rd, we're going to be at Sully's Comedy Cellar right in Parkville. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have guest Justin Schlegel from 98 Rock. He, uh, yes, Justin from Justin, Scott, and Spiegel. There you go. Mornings, 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. on WYYY. Your flagship station of the Baltimore Ravens, 98 Rock. He's also it. a brilliant comic, and he deserves everything that he ever gets in life because he's mo- he's the most talented guy I've ever met in my life. He's fun. He's just fun. Yeah, and he's quick-witted, and he's hilarious, even in regular conversation. So I'm excited to get him on the mic uncensored, where mm-hmm. he can curse and talk about whatever, and you not have to worry about FCC regulations and worry about if his girlfriend's listening. And, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm pumped. So the tickets are available right on bigtimingcomedy.com slash events. Come out to that. Be a part of the show. We're going to yeah, do... Yeah, we're going to have um, audience participation games. We're also going to do a thing where we have pads and pens on the tables, and you can write down questions that you'd like to ask any one of us, me, you, Stefan, Mike, or Justin, and we're going to put them in a bowl, and we're going to pick like the 10 best questions. So you're not just going to sit and watch us. You're going to be highly involved as an audience member. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Uh, our next comedy show, we're going to have Elliot Chang from uh, L.A. is going to come out and do uh, our what we're running our, our Friday night at Sully's in Parkville on 322. And then we will be at Roadie Joe's in Salisbury Saturday, uh, 323. Tickets are available. Can I tell you something? Sure. My girlfriend Krista works at the Bowman, which is the bar above Sully's. Right, yeah. And she, no shit, Eric, points at Elliot Chang and she goes, Wendy, who is that? And I said, uh, that's Elliot Chang. It says that right there. Uh-huh. She goes, no, like, do you know him? Because he's hot. Oh. And I was like, I don't know him, but you can get to know uh-huh. him. Uh-huh. He's going to be here. Is he single? I don't know. Because my friend Krista was like, who is this guy? How come I've never I, met him? I want to say he was when, because um, we booked him a couple months ago. Actually, it was like almost a year ago now. And I, he felt I, I got that uh, aura that he was single, but I don't know. How do you get an aura? I don't know. He like just kind of carried himself. Like he didn't. Like he was like, "Hey, where are the bitches and the cocaine and the prostitutes?" Well, no, <laughs> no he stayed at uh, my parents' house that night. Uh, and uh, and then but, he was like, "Are there bitches and cocaine <laughs> and prostitutes? Like, what's your mom into?" He was. <laughs> he was like, "Man, your dad really took good care of me. He made me breakfast in the morning." <laughs> yeah. Oh well, of course. <laughs> Al, that's how he My rolls. dad would be the same way. He's like, hey, kiddo, you, you and your friend want pancakes? Right. Like, yeah, my dad yeah, would be the same way. Yeah, pancakes, French toast. What do, yeah. you, what do you want here? Right. Uh, waffles. Um, and I told dad, I was like, don't be overbearing. <laughs> Isn't it sad <laughs> we have to be like, dad, cool it. Just call. I know, I know it's a comedian and you love these guys, but just, you know. Give him some space. My dad will legit be like, oh, I'll make you bacon, uh, bacon and tomato sandwiches. I grew these tomatoes in my own garden out back, so they're, so they're delicious, and I made sure I didn't pick them until they were ripe. And he would give you a whole backstory on how he acquired all the food that he made you. They're organic. Oh, God. This this whole spot thing is really going It's hell. going out, but hey, I expected That's it to. That's why you're the producer. you got to keep know us what? in line. And you know what, though? This is episode 100, so uh, yeah. 
it's just gonna so have shit's to be just forgiving. gotta go wrong it's after just one thing go, after another. Hey, you know what? That's what happens. If there's any time to go off the rails, it's, it's now. It's now. The UPS store, sixty-five twenty-six in Canton Crossing Shopping Center. You got a package? They know how to handle it. Just go in and say hey to Emily and her crew. And they will help you out with your printing, packaging, shipping, mailboxes, and more. They print all of our business cards and our local flyers uh, while offering fast and friendly service. Just mention Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy and get 15% off your packaging services. Infinite Nutrition Banner for anyone that does endurance training or ultra-distance races. Check out this nutritious drink product as you, as part of your training, get $5 discount just by clicking on the banner on our homepage. They have the anti-hangover formula, which we've touted and talked about. I know, we've never tried I it. have been using the hell out of this really? stuff. Really? And I am a fan. Yeah. Like, it saved my ass on Sunday morning when we woke up. You to take it when you're drinking, though, right? Well, no, you can drink it. It's the next morning I get up and, like, start drinking it you so to the kitchen with your like hard on yeah <laughs> you know like, i just kind of set the bottle on it yeah you know? like i really need to figure this hangover out right so i uh yeah so i don't even know i didn't even go hard on friday night when we were at sully's <laughs> no pun intended and uh yeah saturday morning i woke up and was and we had our show we had to drive to Sully's. we had our show saturday night and i was in bad form and i just started like sipping on this drink and within like an hour or so, I was like, "All right, I can I can get through this day." And it just continued on. Uh, well, do we have any more? Uh, yeah, we do. Asking for a friend. We do. I, we actually have some here, so make mm. sure you uh, get it and oh, take some when you try. I've been so. hitting the booze awfully hard lately. It's uh, it's it's a wonderful thing. lately. It's a wonderful thing. Yes, You're even You're even more so than normal. You're a pro. Become a patron. Go to bigtimingcomedy.com/slash/podcast and click on the green and blue banner. Uh, it's just $2 a month. We would uh, prefer that you join for five, but you can do it for two uh, and get access to our bonus content. We have a bunch of it out there. Um, you know what? Maybe we'll get to get around to making something tonight. We don't know. We never know. It's, it's a crazy night. Lastly, we have our Amazon butt plug. Please go to our homepage. Click the Amazon banner prior to purchasing anything. Helps us out. It doesn't cost you a dime, just a second of your time. Yeah, where's your soundbite on? I'm that? fixing other dumb <laughs> stuff. God damn it. <laughs> next, next up, Amazon butt plugs. All right. Now I'm going to give Aaron his proper intro. Butt plugs. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. What else do you well, need to say? Well, oh, well, that takes, that takes the pressure off. <laughs> All right. I I did not. Uh, I, I did proofread this. Um, earlier today uh-huh. and i am not nearly as smooth as you are i know he's Let, just got to lay it on the list but i'm gonna, what are you gonna but say? i'm gonna do my best all, all right. right there's there's pressure here you're over my shoulder um read it <sighs> sultry read it sultry and sexy <sighs> like aaron hinkins you've written my entire biography there I, I will try i will try yeah it looks like you could have edited a little bit i hey look this guy's got a lot going on i know, you know? but you know, i don't want to i don't want to sell him short you don't oversaturate the the market here <laughs> All right, I think I can. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna edit it now. Then you're, no, don't you're making edit me feel like now. I should. Just go, just go on with your bad stuff. Uh, so he creates and produces original radio programs for WYPR here in Baltimore. His current project is the neighborhood documentary series Out of the Blocks. His past work includes the long-running weekly cultural program The Signal and the Smithsonian <laughs> Folkways Recording Series Tapestry of the Times. 
Uh, Aaron's stories have aired nationally on NPR's <laughs> Morning Edition, All Things Considered, PRI's, is it PRI Studio 360 in the world. Not only is he an Edward R. Morrow Award winner, he is a pillar of the Laugh Finder podcast team, and he is such a rad dude with a crotch tingling radio voice. <laughs> Welcome, I was like, yes, Aaron Hankin. Hey, thank you. There um, we go. Now we got our sound bites. Thanks for the invitation to hang out. This yeah, is man. super fun. Thank you for cool. being here. Cool. We're just starting. We're just getting kicked off. You got a cool cast of characters in here. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. So what do you guys want to talk about? Um, All the things. So um, <laughs> I got I got a one request, Mike, and uh, this is we're going to do this. Uh, so we need, and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm totally going to use you for a second. All right. So don't, uh, you know, enjoy it while it lasts. I'm used to that. <laughs> so we need a new voiceover to replace Ooh, uh, yeah. something that we have here. Yeah. Could you give us, uh, just say, this is a big timing comedy production. All right, ready? Three, yes. two, one. This is a big timing comedy production. God, good, so Like that? Good. Yeah, hell Did yeah. I have the right feeling? So I think so. In a word. <laughs> How do you feel about it? I feel pretty good. Here, I'll give you one more take. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Three, do two, it. one. This Nope, here we go. This is a big-timing comedy production. I like it. That one was, that was a little bit more like uh, in your face. Yeah, and I like how, how you really kind of tapered off right at the end. It was a little bit of, <laughs> hmm, I like it. This is a big-timing comedy I mean, production. Uh, whatever you You give. know, I've been requested to leave people's uh, outgoing messages on their voicemails. Bye, Stash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just replaced uh, the one we have, which Deuces, was Stash. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, but that's you're better anyway. Yeah. Until oh. Paul Turner shows up here, we're we're good. Yeah, I think okay. we're good for a hey, while. Hey, we're all replaceable. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? You just got to be zen, zen about it. So uh, we're gonna. I do kind of a little bit of a recap here. Yeah, uh, from last week, and last week was Valentine's Day week. Um, I, did you did you do anything? <gasps> do you celebrate? Did did you uh, do you partake in Valentine's Day, or is it just another day for for Aaron Hankin? I believe I was home watching our kids while my wife was out with some friends. <laughs> and there you have it. That's the best present you could give Life her. in the fast lane, baby. Look, as a woman, I don't have kids, but if I did, that would be the best gift you could give me. Yeah. Right. Oh, you're going to stay home right. and watch the kids while I go fuck off? Thank you. You're Hell the yeah. best. Sweet. You're the best. Sweet. So, um, did you have a nice Valentine's Day? I mean, I did. It, it's I, I don't know. It's it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. You, know? I, you went we out the, to dinner somewhere. Did the um, reservations? The table for two? No, we didn't. I mean, no. With kids, you just it's kind of like it's the focus is on them, yeah. and yeah. you know, which is fine. I don't, you know. Did we, you get them some shit? Yeah. Well, the wife did. Yeah. And, uh, I just well, sit and girls. I you sit and to. watch them mm. open all their cool shit, and they're all excited about it. So. Um, but we had the two shows this weekend, so a lot of my, you know my focus was on that. A lot of uh, energy there. So uh, all in all, though, it was a good week. Wendy, oh me, I worked, I bartended all day, and I died twice. Well, I'm glad <laughs> yeah, that you are resurrected I, from the dead. Every because... person that never goes out throughout the year decides that they're going to go out on Valentine's Day, and they want to cripple you with a million questions, even though they see sweat beating off your forehead, <laughs> and you're so fucking busy, and they want to get the most complex drinks, and they want to ask you what your favorite thing on the menu is, and then when I go, oh my God, I'm no, we're ready, we're ready. Honey, what do you want? Are you going to get the salmon? Are you going to get the salmon? Well, I might get the broccoli. Are you going to get the broccoli? If you get a broccoli, can I get the potato? No, I, I'll give you guys a minute. No, 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 we're ready, I swear. I'm like, I'm not going to get a rocket ship and leave the fucking bar. I'm literally stuck in this box i will be right back you're obviously not fucking See, ready you're you i you would be the 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 
the person that I would be okay with being like, you know what, I'm just going to, we need a minute. It's yeah, the ones I'm not that, going anywhere. The I'm problem stuck in a, is, in a box. The problem, though, is when you get the, wait, the waiter or waitress, when they're like, do you need a minute? And you're like, yeah, let's take a minute. And then you're like no, 20 minutes. You're just like, where in the fuck are they? Well, if you get a potato, we can split that. I'm going to get the broccoli. Why we should get a vegetable. Are you going to get a salad? I'm going to get a salad. No, 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 we're ready. I swear. No, let me give you a minute. No, we're ready. I swear. Are you going to get the 7-ounce? you going to get the 10-ounce? you going to get a steak? I'm going to get a Coke. I don't know. I've never had a steak here before. It's got to be hell. I stand there in front of them while they're having a 10-minute conversation, and I'm like, you're obviously not ready. Did you see any couples having fights on that? Because that seems like that's like a high pressure. It's sort of like an IED day for 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 relationships that are in trouble. My favorite thing to say is, I'm really sorry. I'll be back. I don't want to be involved in this domestic dispute. (laughs) (laughs) And then I smile and they just think I'm I'm joking and then they chuckle and I walk away and I'm like, what do I do? Stab a fucking pen (laughs) into my eye. So speaking of domestic disputes. Um, I, because, Great segue. Hey, you like that? So we, you know, with wait. The, let's see where it goes. We first. had <laughs> Andy. How was your Valentine's Day? No, I was going to bring Andy in. Oh, okay, I was going to bring. I would Andy like to in. know how Andy and Mike's Valentine's Day. No, we're gonna. I'm gonna. But I gotta. I gotta do this real quick. So since we got all this snow, uh, I just had to wait. I finally am able to give Andy his uh, his secret Santa gifts. Oh from Christmas. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Because yeah, it, was February 20th. it was delayed. Well, the problem is, is that I was sick, that I wasn't here, and then he got sick, and then he wasn't here, and it's just like pushed this all the way out. So I'm like, you know what? What better day than a nice snowy day? I agree. Right? So here you go, Andy. Oh, we should have bed music for this. We should. Of course we. Should. Don't yeah, worry I'm, about it. I'm not going to th- toss like, it. No, we're good. I'm not going to. I was going to toss it. I forgot there was. Uh, show me, show me, show me. I did a really good job of wrapping it. Yeah, in that Amazon box, uh, it looks great. In that Amazon box, so Andy's he's standing up. He's uh, he's opening it. There's nothing more awkward than Are opening it. Are we in an elevator? Gift. This is great. This is. So that's uh, yeah, that's part of it. That's part of the uh, the gift. Uh, he doesn't have his microphone. Wow, it's like a 3D Frankenstein image on a black T-shirt. Right. I and love he's, that Aaron took the reins on describing that. There you go. He's right. Well, the thing is, is Andy is very into uh, like your vintage Frankenstein character. So this is his his thing. This music is. Andy's great. looking at it appraisingly. He <laughs> seems great. to approve. Andy, is that the vintage Frankenstein? It is. Okay. Looks like Dan Rather. <laughs> Wait, there's there's something else in the box. And then I got him a, a book. And it is titled A Hundred A Hundred Tricks to Appear Smart. Well, while Andy's already killing the glasses thing. In meetings. What meetings are you having Any that you need to seem because smart? Because we work for the corporate world mm. and uh sometimes you just need tricks to survive in that place. Have you ever seen Born Yesterday with Melanie Griffith? Um, I have not. Where the the guy helps her in conversations? And he gives her numbers, and she just says these. What's like pla- assigned to the number? Right. So right. So he like does this, and it'll be like two, uh-huh, and uh-huh. she'll say the line that she's supposed to read, the number two line, like and people it. think that she's so brilliant, and it's so right. It's so good. That's well. It's got John Goodman in it. I've just. When was this made? Oh, probably early '90s when okay. I was stuck in front of the television as a fat child. Man. Andy, take that book out and try one of those. Tr- Right. Let's right. hear if you sound smart. Uh oh! Did your mic get loosened, Wendy? I know. I hate when it gets loose. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Poor Aaron. He's like this fucking bitch. Nasty. I'm. Nasty. I'm eternally charmed by Wendy. <laughs> Look, I'm eternally charmed by you. We had the pleasure kids. of having oh, her on our podcast. Too. Right. You did. Then I told you that did. shitty story. So, <laughs> we go way back. We go way back. All right. All right. Andy's about to wow us that. with his wow. Smart. So. <laughs> so for. If anybody's wondering, Mike's on his way. Michael. Is- oh, wait. <clears throat> I got it. I'm not going to touch it at all. 
Right. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. If it goes limp again, it's not my fault. I am attractive. <laughs> this this Pro. is a section that says what to do with your face, and there's of course pictures. <laughs> Don't of how shave. You look. So <clears throat> this in, this first one says furrow your brow and tilt your head like this. This face says mm. that idea sounds familiar. I do that. I do oh that yeah, <laughs> because you stole it from our competitor. I do that all the time. I do a lot of this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> or there is mm-hmm. point your chin down and purse your lips. This face says, Ooh, that's I love g- it when you tell me how to do my job. That's <laughs> a, that is a solid Meryl Streep and Devil Wears Prada move. Chin down, purse while, while your lips. While you're looking at me. So uh, my buddy at work, Kevin, who's the one that actually like, pointed that book out to me, I was like, oh, I got to get this for Andy. It'll be perfect. He was telling me, I don't know if it was in the book or if it was somebody told him. He was like, yeah, the best thing to do when you're in a meeting and you're looking at like a slide deck or whatever. He's like, the best thing to do is just, he's like, and I've done it before. He's like, you, you know, they go to the next slide and you, you just, you pause for a minute. And you go, wait, wait, wait. Can you just go back to that last slide for a second <laughs> and then make him go back and just kind of look at it? And go okay, like you're like you like even you though it's been up for ten minutes, right, 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 right. But it's just like oh, okay, and maybe you know maybe if they didn't have it up for ten minutes, but you know if they kind of skimmed by, you could be like oh yeah, there was something on there I wanted to see, and then you're like okay, you can you can proceed and don't say anything. It just makes you appear like you're actually engaged. That's a hot tip. Can man. I tell right? you? Um, and I I don't want to out myself, but I've had Uh-oh. a cocktail. If somebody is talking at me. For a very long time, uh-huh. and I just have lost all interest, and I'm thinking about a million other things. My my question to feel engaged is asking a number, and I'm no shit. I will be like, oh well, how old is he? Oh well, how old is she? Well, how long they've been together? Uh-huh. So I ask a number to make it look like I'm so listening, uh-huh. and I have no idea what the fuck was just said to me. Right. I do it all the time. That's pretty. Strange. And they're so happy to continue they're talking. Like, oh, that it doesn't well, matter. He, yeah, they're like, oh, well, I think like four or five years. <laughs> and then they go, oh, I think he's like probably like fifty-one. I don't know, at least early fifties. And then they they they're like, okay, so she's really into the story. And the whole time I'm like, all right, I've, I bought myself like ten more minutes. Ten more minutes of purgatory. Oh. Listening to them no, it talk, is. It is purgatory. God, see, I'm like, have you noticed? I'm just like, how can I get out of this? Look, and I I get it, but I'm in a place where if I'm not consistently polite to others. The last thing I need is one person to be like, I, you know, I went, I saw Wendy at, at at Sylvester's with her dad, and she was a fucking bitch. She wanted to go hang out with her dad instead of listening to what I had to say for twenty fucking minutes. That didn't matter. You know what I mean? It's like that's it sucks, but it's just the position I'm in. So I constantly do a lot of nodding and a lot of oh wow, and then I I, I just think about a million other things, and then I engage by going, oh well, how how old is she? <laughs> and they go, oh, and everybody well, walks they, away satisfied. And they go, wow, she is really interested. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know I do it all the time. That is my that is my gap filler for being talked to. It's a good one. I know, but I just you should myself. write your own book, right? How you to should. pretend to be interested? You should. Yes, how to pretend to be interested <laughs> See, by Wendy Townsend. My thing is, is I'm like God. I want to ask a question, to appear like I'm engaged, but God, that's gonna probably tie me down for another five minutes of uncomfortable I had, dude, I conversation. Talked, I have a come. There's a girl at my sh- my work. Her name is Michelle. And I will have a full-blown conversation with Michelle and not say a fucking word. <laughs> She'll be like, oh my God, you get your hair cut? It looks so good. Oh, I really want to cut my hair short, but I've been trying to grow it out. I don't really want to grow it out. I, mean, I, I just feel like I always have short hair and then I get really tired of it and then I want to cut it short again and then I just, I don't know, I really want a long hair. So, I, I feel, But it's such a, wait, it's a waiting process. But it looks so good on you and I'm so glad you get your hair cut. And I'm literally like, I said no words for 10 minutes. And I'm like, did we have a full conversation that I wasn't even involved in? <laughs> oh my God, I'd love to watch that. She's got 20,000 words to use. I know. She's got to get it. Yeah, but then they're... Have you? Know, it's just people that 
they go on and on and on. They need to be heard. And then there are people like us who don't need to be heard. We don't care. We just were like, okay, if you're interested, you're interested. I, I could be doing other shit. And there are people that are like, oh my God, are you actually interested? Are you listening? But I'm like, well, I was, I mean, I'm in a corner. I can't really go anywhere. <laughs> I'm stuck here. Uh, so Andy, we're going to circle back around Valentine's Day. Oh, so I went to the Magoobies Joke House murder mystery show. The Valentine's Day one? How did it go? It was very good. Um, Justin Slagle is hilarious. Yeah. Um, so I get paid the big bucks. Yeah, he's going to be on our podcast on he's Saturday. A, he's a talent, man. I know. I can't wait to hang out um, with him again. Woodworth was there. He was great. Yeah, uh, Eric was supposed to host my show and I had some shit in his eye. He had to get taken out of his eyeball. What? Like scratching oh, really? his cornea. Yeah. Oh, He was supposed to host my show at Riverwatch last Sunday where Justin and I were. I featured Justin headlined. It was awesome, by the way. Mike Quinlan was a guest spot, and Mike Quinlan ended up having to host and do the whole hey, front 15 minutes because Eric was like, I'm really sorry. Something's in my eye. I got to go to the hospital. <laughs> Taken out, scratching my cornea. I can't oh. see. I'm like, holy crap. Like, what's wrong with your eyeball? Scratch cornea is no joke. Dude, my ex-boyfriend had rust stuck in his eye. We had to go to the... Mm. I'm No crap. Like, like almost... Um, what is that? A clockwork orange? Like that. They had his uh-huh. eye pinned open, and she was in there, like, pulling stuff uh-huh. off of his eye, and I was like, oh, uh, no, no good with that. No good Anyway, with that. Go, go on. Eric, we're both there. How was uh, it? Go on. By the way, oh, John... and Tommy Simbazo, I just wanted to say, also. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he was great. John, all great. John Dayton chimed in. Uh, he said, kiss Connor on the mouth for me. Ooh. John Dayton said that. He can see you sitting there. You can use that mic if you want. You can swing it over. Uh, John owes me a few sexual favors. So, <laughs> so that, that, that's the minimum of what I should get. There you go. Sorry, I didn't mean to digress, Andy. I just had to call that as I saw it. So it was good. It's good. Yeah, it was good. I recommend it. Good. It area. is good. I've been to a couple of them, and they are definitely very entertaining. Very entertaining. Uh, Mikael, what did you do for Valentine's Day? Me and my lovely lady were here together sick. Mm, that's that's not right. Good. Pretty sure I, it was the week I had pink eye. Ooh, Didn't God. you go out the day after, though? The, was that? Yeah, they came to my bar yeah, on Friday, Friday night. night. She was like, oh, I love your hair. And I was like, stop hitting on me. I like it. <laughs> Speaking of Tommy Simbazo, I have to thank him. He made a uh, one of those social media posts last week, and it really made me laugh. It was an onion. It was the onion, uh, and it said twenty thousand tons of pubic hair trimmed in preparation for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I saw that. <laughs> it made me chuckle. You know, Tommy's always got a good uh, good uh, post he throws out there. Um, God, I hope my computer doesn't crash right now. You and me both. <laughs> it's the tool boy. I don't want to look it square in the eye because it might. Uh, it's coming back around. It's coming back around. Might finish too quick if you look at the eyes. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I don't want it to finish quick. Okay, we're back online. You know, I'm a big fan of Tommy and I, Eric. Absolutely. As well. You. Hey, I get to hang with them on a regular you basis. Do. I know. We're going to talk about that. We are. Mm. We're going to get into. We're going to talk about the old Laugh Finder podcast. Um. Champagne is being poured, and I have never been more excited. Um, I, I know. What is it? So, we have this uh, sparkling cider. You've heard the, There's no booze in there. No, Aaron. Can you, you put some vodka in mine? <laughs> can you just make it a uh, vodka spritzer, please? Um, 
It's like a New Year's party in here. There's flutes of champagne. This is, this is how we do our 100. You know, Stefan doesn't show up. Uh, he leaves us hanging. But you know what? If we uh, were better equipped, it wouldn't be more than this with uh, Mr. Aaron uh, Hankin in the house. Uh, I, I know you, you don't you don't do a lot of drinking, so I'm going to ask you if you're okay with this uh, uh, fire your gun segment. Are you familiar with the fire the gun segment? No, you gotta you gotta let me okay clue so, me in on that. So we so Stefan, we did this trip this past summer. Yeah, uh, we went up and we paddled the Allagash River for six days with my my dad. It was a guy's trip. Uh, we stopped at a liquor store in New Hampshire, and Stefan walks around the corner with this uh, little doozy. Oh, you guys were just talking about this, right? It's the, the it's bottle the, of alcohol the shaped like a Tommy, Tommy gun. gun, right? Yeah, and we do. Wow. You're lucking out because there was worse alcohol. In there it was, and and now here's the the catch is it has better alcohol, but I had to kind of because they put this cap on it no, to it has, prevent no, you. Now there's this razor sharp top. <laughs> yeah, the, the plastic piece. It's not razor you, sharp. You didn't put it back in. No, it is designed so that you cannot refill it, which uh, we did. Yeah. Uh, so I had to kind of break the plastic away at the yeah. top. Yeah. Uh, but it's designed so the it will shoot like a squirt gun. No, it won't. No. You have to like tip it up and do a uh, shot. Oh, I see. I see. So we do a, f a fire your gun segment. You don't have to. I'm just asking if you're uh, if you would like to partake. It's uh, we, it's it's a ritualistic uh, shot. You don't have to actually drink. You could just pretend that yeah. you're drinking. Uh, it totally up well, to you. I'll help pass the bottle in the circle if that's how if that's how that it is works. Uh, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It'll at least you got to put your hands on it and yeah. feel the power. Yeah, of it. it's okay. like passing the peace pipe. I, so it's a ceremony. When's the last time you had a drop of alcohol, Aaron? This is a prop. About a year and a half ago. Oh wow! Kudos to you, brother. Yeah. yeah. Does one have vodka you. in it? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's what do we got That's here? alcohol free, right? That's alcohol yes, that's as we're talking to air. Right, it's sparkling cider. It begins. It's sparkling cider, but I wanted my. Why don't you spike. get your own bottle of vodka? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a cool looking oh. bottle of booze, though. Thank Shaped you, DJ like Lightning. Gun. Thank you, DJ Lightning. I am going to pour a little vodka in mine. Mm. But first of all, you could have requested it like I did. Uh, well, I was. I you're wasn't that guy there. that orders the food, and you're like, "Oh, can I get an extra side of blue cheese and an extra side of butter?" I forgot to ask you. Wendy, would you uh, care? Sorry, are I'm you, having a very bitter. I'm PMSing so hard right you, now. Are you? I apologize for everybody in the room because they're all sausages. Are you? Uh, do you want to do a shot from the vodka? Besides you, Kim. Evening? Yeah, I'll do one. Okay. Why not, Mike? All right. He goes, Connor. Mike. <laughs> yeah. This has its own music, this ritual. I don't know what <laughs> shit. Fire the gun, huh? Oh, it's glass. I thought it was oh, like yeah. plastic. Oh, no. That's kettle one, good. kettle one vodka Do you in at there. least want to lick it? <laughs> sort of, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. temptress, it's a well, temptress sitting there. It's okay. Just put your lips it on the is, outside it edge. It is razor sharp. Put your, I never even I'm felt so a... I'm just putting my uh -oh. tongue in well, on, no worries. We're gonna fix that. Here, hand. <laughs> here, hand me that one. So that one doesn't get. By the way, those of you who can't see us, Aaron just knocked over. No, my... you knocked it over. Did I, I think. Did it? Was it me? No, 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 no. I don't know what happened. Actually, was I it think. Me? No, the table got was bumped. Me. It was all me. Was I it? I blame Andy. <laughs> Things are going haywire with this ACDC you know music. It Can is. I tell you what? Alcohol flying around. It is. Let me tell you real quick. What's funny is that Aaron has my phone in his hand. 
and I saw a message pop up, and I was like, oh my god, why is this person I'm talking to also talking to Aaron? <laughs> and I'm then I, re- I realized your... it was my phone, and yeah. I was like, oh, thank god. Well, the even better thing is the fact that you had vodka put in your drink that just got spilled on Aaron. Now I smell like vodka. Aaron has not had a... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's all over your pants. Yeah, it's all right. It'll dry off. Did I do that seriously? I don't know. No, I did it to myself. I entirely I did it to so myself. Sorry. That table is so touchy, and those uh, those uh, anyway. Okay. Anyway, pass the fire pass the gun. The fire the Connor's gun. over there going, "Give me the goddamn gun!" I'm just wait- yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting my turn. <laughs> Here, do you need more dry paper towels, Aaron? Thank you. Oh wow! Can this, we get you this, some towels? This this smells um like not like not crazy and cheap. It's kettle like, one in there. Well, they, okay. We, we switched well, it see, out. Um, I'm 22, and I can't afford things. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I tried to make my own vodka. Oh once. wow! I don't Ooh. recommend you try it. Ooh. Um, I learned. I, I did it in the toilet and everything, like you're supposed oh, to do. <laughs> I have a feeling somebody was in school for something. We're gonna get to that later. We're gonna get to that later. Oh, thanks. Oh, uh, <laughs> hold up. I'm nervous that that one's gonna get bumped, yeah. and you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Speak it into being. Here, let me see that. I'll take that. All oh. off. We're good. We're good. All right, Aaron. There's yours. Yours cool. is there. Perfect. On the stable table. Stable table. Stable table. Aaron, I'm so sorry. All right, no, you, kill the, you can kill the ACDC. We ran that one long. Oh, Andy, That's did you? It. I just figured I'd let it finish because it's almost done. All right. See, you even you even refilled it with vodka. I would have filled it with water and just let it sit somewhere. Well, yeah, but we do this <laughs> very important segment. Fire I, the gun. I like that. And I did a lot of work to get that back in there. Because I'm telling yeah. you, they designed this cap so that you cannot take the cap off. And yeah. re- it was it was like the poor spout, only it was like hardcore. Huh. Well, if there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like your spirit. Well, that was an exciting segment. Yeah, so much it that was. your pants are wet. My yeah. pants are, yeah. Your I wet my pants on that. Your segment. crotch is damp, and I don't know if that's... Uh, <laughs> Would you like mm. more paper towels? <laughs> No, I'm good. Are I'm, you I'm sure? all set. I now. apologize. Yeah. No, no, it was totally my fault. So Stefan was supposed to be here to announce this, but I'm going to announce it because we need to get this out there. But uh, we are doing a float, like a float, like a parade float in the Ocean City, Maryland, uh, St. Patrick's Day parade what? on uh, uh, March 16th, Saturday the 16th. Mm, no, I can't go. Like you a big timing comedy Mm-mm. float. Yes. So I had already, re- I told you this. I know. I had already requ- requested off the weekend before because I go to Scranton every year because it's the third biggest St. Patty's Day parade in the country. Right. They shut the whole town down for it. Right, right. And I go every year with my girlfriend Megan and my girlfriend Julie lives there and I had already requested off that whole weekend and the only day he gave me off the, the following weekend was the 17th. Nice. Because Joan and I always go out for St. Patty's Day. He right. would, there's no way they would have given me two weekends in a row. That's a bummer. I know, because I want to be I'm in a bummed. fucking parade. I know. Who doesn't want to be like this? Right? We're going to have a float. Al, my dad, is going to... You have a good float wave, too. Thank you. I've been practicing. Very princessy. It's very floaty. Have you ever been in your mirror in high school? Like, I'm going to win prom <laughs> queen, I swear. So that actually answered one of the... Because Kelly's dream is going to be there as well. Yeah, great. And Tell uh, me more about all your fun. <laughs> Their float. We're I gonna, have a stupid job I have to we're, do. Our float is going to be directly behind theirs, so we're going to be right up their tailpipe. Mm, uh, and, uh, except they're dragging theirs with horses. Are they? They have horses? I yeah. just figured I'd tease you. Are they for real? No. Oh, thank God. Because, <laughs> right. man, that's going to be a smelly... Ro- no, I'm just kidding. Can they get horses? Uh, you could do horses in a parade. Yeah. 
I so mean, yeah. you could have horses. You can't do them. You Well, Not depends later. on what country you're in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andy, are you planning on going? I'll be there if I don't get fired from Big Time and Comedy before then. Why would you get fired from... Kidding. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, what I did like you... I like that you put your I'll t-shirt on. What did you do? You're that guy that's like, can I wear it out of the store? Andy, <laughs> we... Nice. Look, you... Like we, I, I dig it. We... Okay, you and I, after the show Saturday, we went out. Everybody else wanted to go to bed. You and I went to Applebee's. Even Stefan? Yeah. Wanted to go to bed? Yeah. Was his girlfriend there? Yeah. That's why. Um... And uh, it wasn't Applebee's. It was Dallas Beer Hall. <laughs> no, that was no, Saturday. That was, that was Friday because, night. Because oh, Mama right. Bear was there. The I weekend, fucking love that place. The weekend, oh, no, this was the Green Turtle. The Green, okay. No. I mean, Applebee's, Green Turtle, Big Diff. Right. Will you guys explain to me what Andy's uh, role is He's here? our intern, He's our Aaron. intern. You guys have an intern for we your podcast. An, we, we have do. an unpaid intern. Isn't that great? Andy, how did you get rolled into this, man? He auditioned or something. He interviewed. You auditioned and interviewed interns. He he came on the podcast. He interviewed with us. I sent my design resume. We did. We put out a request. Does Eric pay you for your stuff, at least? Yeah. What are you getting out of this experience? Um, He's way cooler now than he was before he started. It's (laughs) No, like it's it's been amazing for me. He's started stand-up. He's done jokes He's now. He's done jokes. He does the flyers. He's here for every show. He gets to travel and help with the comedy shows. He's, like, getting it done. That's I met cool. a Cambodian princess this weekend. You did? Wow. She hot? We all did. We all did. <laughs> you meet, like, amazing, hilarious people all the time. Yeah, besides me, but I guess they're okay. <laughs> it's enriching to your soul. He So he did our Most first open mic, Andy, and he didn't want to do it, and I was like, we'll see about that. I had to pick him up. And, uh, yeah, it was like a two-hour drive. I was like, by the time we get there, he's going to be ready to do this. And we got, I don't know, about halfway through, and we started workshopping our material. And uh, and I started, I, even I started getting more and more excited because I just kind of wasn't feeling it myself. And by the time we got, because we had to stop at my parents' house, and that was a long story. But Yes, by he, the way, there is a microphone there. We can hear it. Yeah, we can hear you. And, uh, yeah, he just, he, 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 by the time we got there, he went up on stage and did did three minutes, and it was a very good three minutes. Well done. Can you give, it, can you give you. me a taste? Um, I have this really funny cat joke. It goes, so my cat never leaves me alone when I'm working at my computer. We never should have taught him to use instant messenger. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Instant messenger, huh? Well, I think I said no. It, I think I said but first we never should have given him a Twitter. That was but my, okay. in my head. I'm thinking like. They're thinking you're the like the forty-year-olds will then, understand what instant messenger instant is. Like, because you want to, you like the cat is like pinging you on your mm-hmm. instant messenger. I mean, I really so want to see you do stand up. It's so good. I, I want to see it. I think it was good. So, anyways, Ocean City three sixteen. We're gonna be in a parade. You know, and I'm not gonna be there because my life sucks. And the graveyard goons are gonna be on it with us as well. Is a um, mystery person gonna be there? No, not to my knowledge. Oh, good. I believe not. We have R.J. Jackson. Uh, he's gonna. He's doing some work for us. It's gonna be a great time. Great time. Head by all. I, I'm glad you guys are gonna have all that fun. Kelly's dream. You are totally invited to come. I know, are you but gonna I can't. throw candy I can't re- at I the can't audience? Request off two weekends in a row. Um, my boss would be like, "Your job is to work holidays and weekends." I don't know if we're gonna throw candy. Well, you should. You should get. I want. Beads. You should get. <laughs> no, you should get things that have your logo on them, like. Wrapped candies, and then when you toss them out, they're opening big timing comedy. Here, here's packaging. the thing: 
there's so we have so many things going on. Bumper that, stickers, that koozies. Is, you got to throw all that shit to the to the Condoms. Crowd. I have mm. <laughs> condoms. <laughs> Although they won't be seen Did once they're goes, in use. He just goes. He literally goes condoms. Condoms. <laughs> I'm going to poke a fucking hole in every single one of those before <laughs> That ain't right. That is not right. Oh, man. Just kidding. I'm not going to be there. We're not giving out condoms. Comedy condoms. These are hilarious condoms. Take a chance. You're going to have all the sex, but then you're going to get pregnant. Whoa. It's like the worst oh, fucking prank ever. Oh, we should make them really ever. small, too. <laughs> <laughs> They're like finger condoms. Right, like finger cuts, right. That's so oh, funny. Oh, man. Big oh. time in comedy finger cuts. Oh, Just boy. Just in case you prick your finger. <laughs> Wow, I, I, I lost where we were at. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're How fine. How about big time comedy uh, butt plugs? We could do that. Look yeah. at it's kind there of a family. I would, I would uh, be like, can you please not throw those out? I need those. Plug. Oh, I know where I wanted to go, Wendy. I'm going to spotlight you. So Ooh. this is... <laughs> you're going to be like, God damn you. I'm ready. So, okay. So uh, two... Uh, it's probably like a month ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I had came on and had... Uh, Admitted that I joined the I shit my pants as an adult uh, human being club mm -hmm, uh, in the mm -hmm. car. We went through that. We relived that experience. Mm -hmm. And Stefan announced his presidency of said club because he does this on a regular basis <laughs> due to his uh, IBS. Uh, and I wanted to ask him as the president if this qualifies. Um, uh, do tell your story. You you had an incident. I've had multiple incidents. Well, actually. you you in, informed me recently. You said uh, yeah, uh, we I were did. texting, and you were like, "Oh shit!" Right. So <laughs> I my first Literally. my first shitting my pants <laughs> incident was at the radio station when I was working with the morning show. Right. We did we did talk about that right, one. So and that's when I had to throw my panties out, and so, then I went commando the rest of the day. So but, okay. But every day is a day where you play the game of is it a fart or is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a constant, like, I'm not sure. I feel like I have to fart, but if I push it too hard, I'm really unsure about what's going to happen. So you, I think you were like on your way to work. Right. Not, so I was not in the, at the car. Station. Right. No, I was, no, I was not on my way to work. I have to drop Oliver off at That's daycare. That's it. That's it. So I dropped him off at daycare and I got in the car and I did that whole, okay, I think I have to fart. And then I did. And then I was like, okay, uh -oh. this is not okay. Oh, so I'm driving and I'm like clenching my butt cheeks because... I'm unsure of why the smell has not yet left the car. <laughs> and then I'm very <laughs> curious. I'm like, am I going to have to, I don't know if it's like touching my panties, but I'm in a place where I can't trust anything. I don't know where to go. I'm driving. I don't know what to do. So I go to Outback in Perry Hall <laughs> and I, I run in with like my butt cheeks clenched. Like people know I work here. I'm like, Hey, I gotta go. And, um, which I don't work there. That's weird. So <laughs> I go to the ladies room and it was like a solid cheeker. I got very lucky because normally you have to like throw the undies out, but I got very lucky. It was just all in my cheeks. I held it in. So I had to do a like cleanup situation, but didn't have to throw my panties out. And I even said to you, damn it, I'm really upset because I really like these underwear. And then Justin Schlegel said to me, casualty of war. <laughs> <laughs> and I, he goes, and by the way, you just wrote your first 10 minutes of your set tomorrow night. And uh -huh. I was like, no, 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 no. I still refuse to believe that girls poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even but, hearing it, it's yeah. still like, really? Did that but, happen? But Connor, are you single? Um, I'm going through a divorce. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> um, How do you yeah. live with someone and you marry someone and you're like, girls so poop? 
I'm the be, first person in the room. You that's thought like, I was there during my marriage? Look, <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm like that. We're gonna peel I back am, that onion, right? Later. I am that girl that is like, I'm really sorry. I gotta poop. Like, I, I'm like, this is a normal bodily function. I don't care if it makes me less attractive. You could literally put your dick in my butt if you want to if we're dating. But right now, I got a situation. So you gotta let me have my ten minutes of a situation, and then you can think whatever you want to think. But I'm a human being. So yes, I did almost shit my pants. I shit my butt cheeks. But not my pants. That's what that, and that's where I wanted to get a call from the judges. Does it count? Uh, shart, shart. Well, um, that was, that might be a shart. Yeah, that call. Yeah. I would say that qualifies. Yeah, but shards. Look, as long as it didn't touch the panties, I was like, I am so good right, right. now. Right. I think it was good. a solid cleanup session. I will say. But I didn't have to throw my underwear out, and I thought that was a huge win for me. I feel like it doesn't count unless you full-on shit your pants. Look, I've had to throw multiple <laughs> pairs of underwear out. Like, okay, you give I up was... on holding it in right. and everything. Oh, yeah. Yes. That happened to me recently. And it's unless very it's coming, humiliating. So unless it's, it's coming out one of the ankles of your pant legs, right. then it doesn't count. Oh, it was, That's got to be a solid log, God, though. It was bad. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. So speaking of, uh, of human... I think it's time for the hot seat uh, mm-hmm. segment for this here, Aaron Hinken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, can you cue the music? Is Stefan coming? And right, fuck and no. Wendy. Probably. Yeah, no. Wendy. He's probably coming, but not here. Whoa. <laughs> um. That means he's fucking his girlfriend. Did you miss that? Now that I'm awake, you know, I just watch. Did you guys miss that part where he's probably stooping the lady? He I think he's, he's having a migraine. That's the second time he's had a migraine Dude, recently. I will say that they're debilitated. They are. He said he's, he did try. He said, I tried you to clean the car down, off. and dark room, right. no sound. You just got to like, bizarre. I, ride he, that shit out. I didn't know he, he's never had migraine. This is the second time. And I'm not saying he's it like he's making it up. He's he doesn't just, drink I'm any like, water. No, he doesn't. He doesn't take very good care of himself. Yeah, well, neither do I. And then I get berated for it every day now. All right. We're going to touch on that later. So no, we are not. No, we're, not. we're not touching on anything. Okay. Uh, Aaron, uh, this is our hot seat segment. Uh, okay. Are you ready? Yeah, man. It's pretty Lay self-explanatory, it right? So, uh, Wendy and I, we're going to tag team you here. Uh, you're sitting <laughs> yes, in we there's We have an Aaron Hankins sandwich right now. You're the yeah. meat in the middle. Uh, and we're going to do it would this. Work perfectly, though. I'd be in the front. You'd be in the back. It'd be like a sandwich. Yeah, it'd be good. So, this is, a, this is like the interview <laughs> portion. This is. This okay. is the interview I'm ready. portion. He's like, you guys are gross. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck did I sign up for? Right. Uh, okay. Wendy, do you want to start or do you want me to? <clears throat> you go. Okay. You guys are both looking at documents. You've got materials. Yeah, we're not as good as you, goddammit, okay? Call, we can't well, just yeah, wing it. Yeah, we call it. that show prep, and you just fucking memorize <laughs> yeah, all your Yeah, you're just amazing, and you can just... Uh, I'm excited for this. All right, I'm all ears. Uh, don't be looking at my notes now. No, I'm not. All right. I can't see uh, that far anyway. So, uh, so I'm just going to drop this one. Uh, I don't necessarily know if I have a question, but I more or less just want to corroborate a, a, a term that you coined recently on Laugh Finder. <laughs> that was season three, episode 74, Whopper Stank. <laughs> you don't know what Whopper Stank I, is? P- please, please, ex- us. yeah. Whopper Stank is simply the smell that's left in your car after you eat a Whopper. <laughs> a smell that is persistent, a smell that remains in that car despite your best efforts to aerate the vehicle. It's a distinct sort of uh, melange of uh, <laughs> An raw onions, uh, mustard, ketchup, mayonnaise, and then whatever that sort of sm- 
fake smoke flavor yes. is that they do with the, the, yes. the quote-unquote flame broiling. And I oh think Andy and I have I agreed already on a title. Yes. <laughs> and then when you're done, it's on your hands, it's on your steering yeah. wheel, it's all over your car, it's in your like upholstery of your car, I, and you, you've you been whopper stanked. <laughs> Here, I, I don't can, mind being whopper stanked. <laughs> <laughs> I can corroborate I'll take a it. whopper with cheese, no pickles, and I'll make love to that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is not only an external... Uh, uh, I don't even know the word that I want here. Um, chemical uh, absorption. This thing, it happens on the inside too. I yeah. cannot eat a Whopper because I will. Li- I could eat three You'll meals. You'll metabolize that smell. Right, but I will eat like three meals after it and yeah. I will still burp up that, that like <laughs> artificial smoky grill flavoring that yeah. they inject into it's that so meat, delicious. man. Yeah, whatever combination of artificial chemicals that's it's, made it's, of. You know they do actually cook that over a flame. Right. I know, is, but they're... <laughs> look, I, I've cooked many they a hamburgers use, over an open flame, and I'm... They probably use liquid smoke. Oh, they though. do. Yeah. They definitely... Yeah. They have to. There's some sort of additive that's... I believe it's a bottle, and on the bottle it says <laughs> Whopper Stank. And they're like, ain't nobody know about this Whopper Stank. Or maybe stank. a spray, like well, an aerosol. Well, if you got a coupon, you better tell us about it before wait, wait. you order your meal. Thir- 35 wait. years ago, they didn't. Oliver, that's not for you, buddy. It's a... <laughs> He's like, well, it's sugary. I don't it's like a it. it's a pump spray. It's it's not aerosol. Right, 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 right. It's got to right. be environmentally friendly. <laughs> Thir- Thirty five yeah. years ago, their burgers came out of a freezer onto a, tr- a, a, a treadmill. The thing treadmill, through yeah. The fire, and right. that was it. Nobody right. sprayed anything on. Yeah. Oh no, they're doing it now. Whatever that smell is coming out of the natural gas that's cooking it is. About I'm it. sorry, I like Burger King. They put that smell, and they're it. the only people that have breakfast croissants you can't yeah. get mcdonald's you get you get a bagel you get a muffin you get a fucking you know biscuit wawa has croissants look I think, i'm but no but you go to burger, burger king and you can em. get a breakfast croissant yep. i'm like that's my favorite breakfast bread i'm a number eight all the way at burger king <laughs> i'm always like i'll take a whopper with cheese no pickles i'm a number eight classic no chicken sandwich you yeah. can't fucking you the can't, long one yeah yeah that's you good can't true go i love fashion seeds. never I love goes out of style right. buns <laughs> If you put seeds on your bun, I'm like, I want to eat that. that. You can't go any safer than that. You just can't. Yeah, with that processed frozen chicken patty. So yeah, 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 yeah. Tell I me know, more about that. But I don't, fe- I don't burp it up. It's literally just mayonnaise and lettuce on the bun, nothing else. I, know, I add tomatoes. Still so good, though. You add tomatoes. All right, to uh, next question. Anyway, you're you're a close listener to the podcast. I'm grateful for that. I am. Yes. I, am. I will say I've like only that? listened to my only episode. Like that well, that's, solid that's the case with most, I think. I know, but I, I I was told that when I was on that I learned the game the fastest. They said that to me. Yeah, you were a quick learner. Yeah. They were like, oh, Wendy's actually picking it up. I'm like, oh, this 20-sided die and I are best friends. For folks who aren't familiar with the Laugh Finder podcast, the premise is that each episode, you know, we sit around a table and we have one guest join us. And uh, each episode of the podcast is one more ongoing day in our campaign of our Dungeons and Dragons game. It's actually Pathfinder game. So much fun. Uh, so we all sit there and roll twenty sided dice, and there's a dungeon master, and and then we have a guest, and eat, yeah. eat, uh, the various Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy crew have uh, taken their turn in the guest seat. So yes, I had a good time. We need to get Andy in there. We need to get into yeah, Andy yeah, in yeah. They know you, Tommy and Eric. Oh and them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're all. We'll st- I'll start lobbying for have you. We ever there had, you go. Have we ever had Brian Preston on this podcast? Yeah, okay, have. because I felt like we've had everybody else 
But Smegs and Eggs was the name of the episode. <laughs> and they drew them on your chest. And yeah, we had, oh, uh, we yeah. had, um, yeah, we had um, um, Jen, um, Jen Seidel. Yeah. Eric Woodworth was here that night. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I wasn't evening. here because my life is sad. Yeah, you had something else more important, but that's okay. We know. Was it a comedy uh, show? Probably. It might have been, which. You know. Yeah. That's the so, only thing that's more important. So it's your Shows question. Shows that I run that get paid for. It's your question, and we're going to throw Andy into the mix, too, because I know he's usually got really good questions. He does, and he's uh, he always outshines us. as a. That's why he's going last well, don't build in this up. roundabout. I mean, <laughs> so All right, Wendy. Uh, my question is, um, what is your least favorite episode of Laugh Finder? Ooh. My least favorite? Yeah, the one where you're like, eh, I don't really care for this episode. And who is the guest? Yes. <laughs> I... was, my, my least favorite episode of Laugh Finder was probably, we did an episode that uh, ended up getting titled Hurt Friender. Uh, and it was, it was just one of those, you know, when you hang out with a group of people week after week, there'll just be some week all of a sudden where everybody is being passive aggressive with each other. Yeah. Taking digs and shit. Yeah. And, and just... Uh, and so everyone just began saying things to everybody else at the table that were just hurting everybody else's feelings. Oh, man. Was, and this is a table full of dudes. Who uh, was the guest that had to sit in on that? The guest uh, that week was Kathy Carson. Oh. oh she uh, probably enjoyed it, though. So She's, she was sort of stoking the flames of the hurt right. friending. That's cool. Um, but I don't know. Like, you know, Tommy at one point was like, oh, yeah, my wife thinks that your wife thinks that she's fat. Oh, what? And then it was like, then Jim and Tommy had a problem with each other. And oh. then, you know, no, and soon stop it was... It. They had a problem with each other? Stop we it. We have crazy. episodes like that where that shit goes down where we're all just taking jabs at one another Yeah, but hardcore. this but sounds, that like sounds like pretty hurtful. everybody was on board. The dick dudes were taking jabs. Yeah, but not yeah. only that, who goes, well, my wife thinks that your wife thinks that this is... And I'm like, okay, nobody will bring Ooh, each other's significant yeah. other I know, it. right? That's different. My other, probably, I guess, you know... I, my the other sort of uh, low point episode for me was the episode uh, the, the about a year and a half ago, uh, where after I decided to stop drinking. When at the end of the episode, I decided I was going to go to sleep for the night under the table where we record the podcast. <laughs> so, so I didn't want to bring that's that up. dedication. <laughs> that is dedication. I didn't want to bring that up. It was but time I for was me to go night night. I was told about how you got so shit-faced <laughs> that you just went to sleep under the table. <clears throat> yeah. I was. I wasn't going to be walking out and getting into my car. Or That's yeah. a good idea. That Even making it up the move. stairs, probably. You know what, uh, though? That was a good move. Yeah, that was a good move. So that's been an adventure. You know, the whole uh, year and a half since then has been. Uh, it's interesting when you then hang out with a bunch of people who are like dr your old drinking buddies, but mm -hmm. you're just like, right? Oh yeah, I'm I not do that remember, dude now. I do remember when I was a guest, I was the only one that had alcohol. I brought in like two mangoritas, uh, and I was sipping yeah. on them, and everybody else had like water, soda, coffee, and I was like, "Am I the only one that's like trying to have a good time over here?" It wasn't like that. <laughs> and then when Tommy, I went on. well, Tommy was like, "Well, Aaron's kind of eased up on the drinking, and we're <laughs> we're glad that Jim is sick and he's not drinking, and yeah. you know, we're just gonna like let that." Like, let everybody have their moment. I'm like, I, but I want to drink. Right. I want to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I, the, you know, the longer I've been on my path, the cooler I am with just like, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it does, I don't think twice about whatever yeah. anyone else is up to in the room at this point. That's I good. know, I get it. But I was like, am I the only one here? No. I felt like alone. You were. No, no, no. You were at the moment yeah. in time. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there was a couple of low points, but you know. 
Well, I'm glad listeners, to see that your Kathy listeners. Carson episode was your least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because of her, though. Oh, that's not what that's I wrote down. <laughs> Andy, are you uh, prepared? Um, yeah, so, <clears throat> so can you name anything in specific, whether it's in your childhood or your adult life, that put you on the career path that you're on? Um, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, that's Andy for you. So it's an okay question. Andy, Classic Andy. I'm going to talk one-on-one with you right now. Okay. Here you are, an intern on this podcast, this project, this crew. I started as a volunteer at the local public radio station where I work now, where I've been for 18 years. I started there as a volunteer. I was waiting tables at Holy for Holies in Hamden nice. at night to pay it's the a bills. solid joint, okay? <clears throat> and, solid uh, Hear that, Wendy? After 18 years, you too can make it. <laughs> yep. I've been in the restaurant business for 20. I wasn't talking about the I'm restaurant. I'm still in it, okay? I thought, you know, maybe you know, I, I should go and volunteer because maybe I'll go back to school and try and learn journalism. Uh, and I started volunteering, and then like a couple of months in, the producer on the show where I was volunteering got tired of the job, got fed up with the host, quit, headed for the hills, and they looked around like, who's going to produce tomorrow's show? And they saw me, and they're like, that guy's here every day. He gets along well with everyone. And so that then I became the interim producer of that show. And they would literally advertise for my job during the breaks of the show. <laughs> wow. Like looking for someone more qualified. Man. For a couple of weeks. And then they were fine. Finally, they were just like, he's good. He's fine. We're going to keep him. Nice. And then, you know. Uh, and the big and I never ended up in. Yeah. I never went back to school. I just learned everything by trial and error on the job hmm. so i i went to school and i also had to learn by trial and error don't even think that school is going to help you yeah journal i mean now, broadcast journalism minute. degree i don't know i mean riley would be a very offended no he taught me a lot but the equipment at my studio was so advanced that hmm. he didn't have any of the things that i was learning on mike anderson taught me so much more than I ever thought I needed to know. And then they bought all new. <laughs> right. So I went from learning and then I went to new equipment. I mean, I was, it was every day I'm like, oh, okay, we updated the software and this and that. It's so advanced in there. And then I see it's other crazy. people's studios and I'm like, holy cow, I learned, I, I did that in school. You're not, you don't have wide orbit and you don't have Adobe point eight and you don't do, you know, I get like, I don't know how to work this old stuff. When I started, it was 2001. And this radio station was still recording and editing on tabletop pancake reels. Tape. Were you splicing tape? Yeah, I was cutting. When you would edit, you would cut it with a razor blade. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll give you an appreciation for digital editing. I really appreciate digital Uh, editing. So I thought he was talking about the 80s. (laughs) There's no undo button on a razor blade. Yeah. Man. I got... Oh, I don't know where to Tense. go. We're li- I'm limited. We're so limited on time. I know we got to we got to wrap okay. it up. So, uh well, we got we got enough time to go no, at least another round. Yeah. I, I want to try and uh, squeeze out another two rounds. So, uh Okay, I'm going to do another another reference cuz I'm a whore and I like to promote. All right. Okay. Um you not whore. to not to offend any whores out there. Uh, I'm so, so offended. <laughs> what was the most four skinniest episode of Laughfinder? <laughs> Is that what you're gonna ask me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, we've had seventy four skinniest oh, yeah. episodes here. <laughs> All right. So Laughfinder season three, episode seventy one. Uh when we were in that dungeon with the hot ass kerosene heater. Yeah. Uh, we all had to peel our shirts off. Yeah. Uh, and you had unveiled uh, this tapestry of artwork. Uh, I'm not gonna. 
I'm not going to ask, but I'm going to ask, but I'm not going to ask uh, for you to take your shirt off. Uh, but you have a <laughs> lot of tattoos oh, under I'm, there. I'm going to ask. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. You could either go the the easy route and just um, describe some of yeah. these tattoos and how you got them, yeah. or you could uh, give us just a little bit of a you know a little show. I'm really maybe. sorry. Yeah. A skin so, tour. And if guys, it makes you feel any better, I'll take my shirt off too. No, just to, you know, Aaron, you I'm going to ask you to take. Okay. <laughs> Well, I am also willing to declothe myself. <laughs> Look, there's another yeah. tattoo guy over here. I will, yeah, this. I mean, that question is. I, I'm gonna. I, I gotta. I gotta tell you, listeners. I'm sitting in the room with a dude who's way more tatted up than me, <laughs> and way more jacked than me. So this is you. Really, this is the hot seat. Uh, but no. So like. So I. Hit it, Mike. So, so I uh, spent. There was some period when I was I'm in my it. early twenties and living with a guy who was just learning how to tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when you're, you're like, the roommate you of that tattoo. guy, yeah, you get, you know, you just get worked on. And so every tattoo on me was done like for the price of a vegetarian I burrito wonder, at Taco Velos. I wonder what it would be like if you lived with a, so there's gr- some pretty a girl jailhouse roommate looking. that was learning to be a sex worker. <laughs> Uh-oh. And That's exactly just, how I got mine. You would just yeah, be constantly worked on. Taco yeah. Velos. <laughs> In Chicago. And so, yeah. Um, so luckily, I mean, I did have the wherewithal to get them all sort of like so where a normal t- a t-shirt would make me look like a normal uh-huh. person. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Look at that. There's a bunch of them that, uh, what happens? That looks like the bird on uh, Mark McGrath. This one he has Mm. on his shoulders from Sugar Ray. What happens is like after you, and you can corroborate this, after you get the first tattoo, really like the the value of the real estate starts to go down where you're like, you're really concerned by like, oh, I want my first tattoo to be this cool thing that means something. And then eventually you get to the point where you're just hanging out with the guy and they're like, want to do a tattoo? And you just like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's and, like you decide to not give a fuck right. about how you look. Yeah. And so you you just be sitting there and he'll be like, well, what do we do like an hourglass? Okay. What, what, what if we fill the hourglass with blood? Okay. Where's that? What if we put that hourglass with blood inside like a purple coffin? Okay. Yeah, it's so, it's oh my so God. like. What if we put that purple, give that purple coffin like bat wings that are made of rose thorns? I was, I was with and a guy one night and he was like, would you like a pair of titties on you? <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah, I want a pair of titties on me. So now her name is Jennifer. Ah. And um, for the anytime I spend in jail, this is what I will look at at Jennifer. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, that's why dudes get them on their forearms, right? Uh, I so mean, they have something to look at. Well, well, well that's them. what it's for now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Likely story. Man. Wow. Anyway, so yeah, there's that story. Eric, Love it. You, Eric, do you have tattoos? I do. I'm not, I'm not like that. I have uh, this guy here. Oh, you look at this. What's that? It's from my Ironman triathlon. Wow. Swim, bike, run. I did 70, uh, a little over 70 miles that day. 95 degree heat. Good for you. And I just got this Matt Cannon uh, lookalike here. Mm. It was a drunken night. Andy, do you have tattoos? I don't. He's gonna. Michael, do you have tattoos? No, man. Oh, all right. He's gonna. Hey, Andy, we're gonna get Kim a tattoo on that kid. All right. I have three. You do. I do. You do. Mm-hmm. Very cool. But mine are hidden, so only if you get me in a really good bathing suit or my panties can you see my shit. Mm. <laughs> I have. <laughs> <laughs> see me in a bathing suit. Yes. There you go. Mm. 
All right, Wendy, question is yours. Um, so I know you're going to be very diplomatic because that's who you are. Mm-hmm. But who is your favorite member of Laugh My Oh, good question. Yeah. That was on my list. So uh, if you could choose anyone <clears throat> to hang out with or go to a party with or be best friends with, or you could save them, you could save one of them out of fire. Like, who's your favorite one? Save one from a fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have. Of course, so yes, of course, I love all the dudes. But I, I mean, I feel the, I feel the closest, sort of, to the guy who's always sitting immediately to my mm-hmm. right, Brian? literally my right hand man, which Brian is Brian Preston. Preston. Is Brian, Brian and I, we like we have our our side of the table. I feel like has its own identity. Mm-hmm. You guys we have like do. a little bit of a mind meld with you each do. other. Do you want me to like be like, hey, so uh, Aaron? Um, <laughs> oh wow! wow. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah. Can, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, that that escalated. I uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I love Brian. Brian spent a lot of time, uh, especially I think in season two, just getting picked on a lot for his voice. Yeah, he uh, and there would be days see, uh, when he would, you know, sort of take it in stride, and then days where he, you could tell it was just like, yeah. Anyway, so I, Brian and I have done a lot of bonding on our little side of the table. Brian Preston is your favorite. <laughs> so Brian Preston, he, I love him. He yeah. was episode. He was on this here podcast. This, this is a this guy who right sounds. Here. He sounds like Owen Wilson. But oh, he wow. looks wow. like Cal Drogo from wow. Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah. that's a good wow. one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and he's uh, wow. part oh, of wow. the... Um, wow. I mean, I'm wow. I'm an infiltrate, but he's part of the uncircumcision club, too. Right, Brian yeah, that is? was part of our conversation. He's, I yes. know three women that have slept with him, and I did not hear that. Mm. He's uncircumcised. He's, yeah, Man. natural. He didn't have to restore. Re- they refer to him as sea cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why I didn't know that already. <laughs> oh this my is God. your chance to find out for sure. Are we eating this cake or what? Yeah, we can. Well, let's. We'll 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 bust it up here in between episodes. Yeah, but what about the cake? Well, you know. Sorry, well, I can't know. not do that. Oh, classic he was episode Wendy. thirty-eight. Brian, I can't not do that for the listeners. One uh, day I'll be a classy lady. <laughs> Brian Preston was on episode thirty-eight of Paco's Got Balls. Mm. Huh? All right, Andy. What's your next? Same time you oh, did you? What's your next? All right, question? Andy. Oh, uh, what's your most and least favorite part of radio storytelling? Ooh. Most and least favorite part? Yeah. That's two questions, but I'll let it slide. <clears throat> um, well, you know, I'm in the public radio storytelling world, and I feel like <laughs> public radio stories get a little bit precious, you know, um, and they end up, uh, uh, I don't know. What is my least favorite part? You mean of listening to stories or, or creating content? Either. Yeah. yeah what's, like, whole, what's your like, least favorite part in period? Cause uh, I can't think of my least. Like I, I, I really love. Yeah. Oh, I can think of my, I mean, my least favorite part is constantly being stressed out about putting the next episode out on time. Yeah, because when you deadlines, when you have a, uh, a even a podcast, people expect it to come out regularly every week or two weeks or however often you're doing it. And so there's no there's never a reprieve. You're constantly feeding this monster that is just in a, this gaping maw that will just content will be done. You'll feel great about it for like two hours and then you're worrying about the next thing. Mm-hmm. So there's never uh, anyway. But that you know what? That 
stress is like balanced out really i think by just the the just the level of satisfaction of having pulled another pulled another one off mm-hmm. uh and my job the way i mean just to say a couple of words about this project out of the blocks that i do each episode i go to one city block in baltimore and i make it my mission to meet and interview everybody on the entire block and then I take all those recordings of all those people talking about their little slice of life and collage it together. So like as a listener, you get this mosaic of humanity. And that my favorite thing is that that project gives me like the perfect excuse to wander into strangers' lives every day. How do you introduce yourself to these strangers? Well, you know, the important thing I've learned along the way is like you need to just be totally as transparent and authentic as you can be about who you are and why you're there and just the mm-hmm. philosophy of this project and let people get to know you before you can presume to take a turn to start getting to know them. Yeah, you have to be relatable. That's my biggest thing. Yeah. I hate when I listen to radio personalities and like none of you, none of this is relatable. Like mm-hmm. when I listen to Nikki Six, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to walk out of a building and see Paul McCartney and then his Corvette parked right next to your car. I'm like, none of this is relatable. Like give me like a more human down-to-earth situation you fucking rock star yeah i need to feel like i relate to you as a person i interview a lot of people who probably wouldn't who maybe don't listen to public radio certainly wouldn't expect to be interviewed about their lives Mm -hmm. uh i interview a lot of like just people who work behind the counters at convenience stores people who work at like cheesesteak spot carry out spots i work i talk i interview drug dealers at blocks that are open-air drug markets uh, and I don't, you know, I just show up, I have the, I, just, I have the radical agenda of having no agenda, yeah. which <laughs> blows people's minds. It's like you know? Seinfeld. It's a show about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a show about like sort of reverse engineering the idea of the way journalism usually works, which is that you show up at a place looking to tell a certain kind of a story about the place and you find the people who will say the things that will help you make that story. And this, this whole project is kind of like. Um, the exact opposite. opposite. Of that. That's incredible. It's, I've listened to it and it is mind blowing. It never ceases to amaze me what people are willing to share with you. Right. Yeah, because you know? you're a stranger. But it's, if it was their mother or their best friend or wife, you you withhold so much because you are afraid they're gonna care too much, be offended, be hurt, be sad for you. Yeah. So a stranger, you're like you're so indifferent. Like it's yeah. almost like a therapist. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, you, yeah, so yeah. here are all my yeah. deepest darkest secrets. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, people are oftentimes surprised, I think, themselves about what they've ended up like. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I just told you that. Don't, that's off the record. (laughs) (laughs) Right, no, too late. Uh, No, so this kind of, I was going to go down, I've got a closing question, but this kind of, it translates well. So the first time I heard this style was um, when... I was first asked to come on to Laugh Finder and I was told to listen to an episode to kind of prepare for it yeah. from, by Jim. Uh, and it was one of the first episodes that you all had used that that whole concept. Oh, yeah. They made it. So, yeah, they took that format of my day job podcast, the public right. radio podcast, right. out of the blocks. Out of the blocks. And they did it with all the fictional characters from the Laugh Finder Dungeons & Dragons universe. Right. And as I was listening, I was... I didn't. I had no idea what I was getting into, and as I was listening, I was just like, "I'm trying." I was kind of trying to figure out what was happening, what was going on, and you were narrating. You were doing the questions, and I was just like, "Who the fuck is this guy that they have doing this 
role. Like I was, I was caught up in the technical <laughs> side of things. And, um, and then, uh, do you remember when you and I met? Well, yeah, that was weird. Right? Because I was, I have this dual existence of doing, of this, you know, this public radio podcast. And now, and then I got roped into doing this crazy thing with the uh, Laugh Finder guys. Uh-huh. And I, I end up on panels, like radio panels and uh-huh. stuff. And we're uh-huh. at this event, people are talking about, you know, public radio e type stuff and very earnest questions about podcasting. And it was and it was a lot of very like, how do you start a podcast? You right. know, and, and we you and Stefan were actually here recording while I was there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um and it's I was there because how ironic that we were doing our podcast while you were learning how to start one. Well, and that was the thing is I didn't realize it was gonna be that <laughs> touche. Well I was more trying yeah. But yes, I was sitting there going, okay, we, you know, we've already kind of gone by a lot of this, but I wasn't going to be closed-minded, and I hear, <clears throat> hear about it all. And and Aaron was was on the panel, and you were talking, and the voice was resonating because he had heard Laugh Finder. Because I'd heard Laugh Finder, and I'd heard from the blocks, like I'd heard that that format, and then you were talking about from the blocks, and I was like, I immediately in the middle of this panel there were i don't know maybe like 20 people 30 people in the room and they're all taking notes on how to start a podcast you know (laughs) and i'm in the back and he raises his hand and he says uh (laughs) he says what do you think about comedy podcasts and gives me this look like i know who the fuck you are and you're like i'm about to fucking bust your cover right now from all these respectable radio people about fucking laugh finding (laughs) and i didn't know like i didn't know but i was like i'm just gonna call it out yeah and i'm like you happen to be on Laugh Finder podcast. What was your response, Aaron? <laughs> I believe it was as quickly as possible to be like, "Hmm, that's a really interesting question," and then like answer a different part of another question that right. someone had asked. You're like, and anyway, was, so about we're my... going to acknowledge that as little as possible in front of this and group was, of people. And he how had laser were, focus many... on me through all of the people, and I was like, <laughs> he he was like, "Yeah, that's so interesting that you bring that up." Uh, and yeah, and he like, oh, up. but you were you were like How many laser people focused. Were in this audience, it's probably like twenty. I don't know, like twenty. Yeah, people, it, was a, 30 it was a small people. group, but they were all very intent our, on um, learning our something. Our sponsor, DJ Lightning, actually has a question for you. Oh, Aaron. oh, cool. Yes, I actually have a question. Actually, I might as well open it up to the whole room too. Um, <laughs> like you just did yeah, a man. question for him. <laughs> I don't care. It don't matter. Okay, great. Bring the ruckus. Does everybody have a favorite go-to karaoke song? Oh. Yes, oh. I have one. Uh-huh. Oh. Who doesn't? Mine is Four Non Blondes. What's up? Okay. Hey, yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, Mine is a tequila. Yeah, that three-worded song. Yeah. That, I do uh, War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Man. Do you? Yeah. I don't do karaoke. If you, no what's your favorite song to sing? And that yeah, you think you're, that if you did karaoke, sing in the you would sing that. We're in the car. It's going to probably be Frank Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon. Oh, mm. Nice. Classic. You had that prepared. I honestly just <laughs> totally pulled that really? out of my ass. Not even New York. New York. What about Andy? Stop Andy? spreading the news. I want to say Hybrid Moments by the Misfits. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't do karaoke. I've never Interesting pull. Might Interesting be hard to find on a karaoke menu. Yeah. Hmm. He's like, well, I better download that song. <laughs> what are yes. we time wise? It's not a bad. That's not a bad question. I like okay. that. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. All right. All right. I, do you? I'm gonna do the closeout question. Man, I wanted to talk about the Edward R. Murrow, but we're gonna have to do that another time. Yeah. Because right. that I feel like is a dark, deep, dark pool. 
wrap it up, man. Your people are telling you right. this is going long. Here's the I here's know. the closer. I, feel, I mean, I want to talk to you for this is what happens. We have back to back episodes. I know. And we want to talk to these people so much more, but we are in this time restraint. <laughs> right. And it's like we miss out on all these things that we do want to discuss. I know. All right. Fuck Mary Kill. Are you familiar with said game? <laughs> Unfortunately. I better, I better be on this list. <laughs> uh, well, I can add you in there. No, forget Oh, it. I just may I you're not gonna give me choices of oh, no, I'm he gonna. will. He will. Oh, okay. Gonna. Okay. You're on mine, Wendy. I'm gonna. Um, Gee, I wonder <laughs> what category I'm in on yours. Actually, Mary. Wendy, actually, <laughs> oh, you Wendy, don't want to marry me. Actually, Wendy. Oh, no. Uh, I'm gonna put no, this don't, one there. No, don't put me in there. If no. you didn't have me in there no, already. No, no, this is actually <laughs> I just better. Wanted, I wanted to know what Aaron would do with me. No, this <laughs> is better because it's. Trust me, this is perfect. I'm glad you said something. Very right, good, because I've never been in one of these, and okay. I want to be in one. Of well, these. you're on one now. Very right, good. Fuck Mary, kill. Uh, there's a bit of a theme here, um, and I'm sure you'll figure it out as we go. We have Robin Quivers from the Howard Stern Show. Okay. We have Kelly Osborne, and we have <laughs> Wendy Townsend. <laughs> All female radio personalities. Kelly, Kelly Osborne, Osborne does a radio yeah, show now? Uh, yeah. That's a bit of a stretch. Uh, it was one of the first ones that came up when I said well, female radio Well, when your dad's famous and you yell all the time and you do a stupid reality show, you can just do anything. I'm just going to go talk about people's fashion with Joan Rivers for a long time, dumb hair pope, I'll lose some weight, and then I'm going to go get my own radio show because I have no talent it doesn't matter. That's that's how Kelly Osborne sounds like. Yeah. But she was raised in America, that's wasn't she? Good. Oh, she's British it. accent, big time. Really? Yeah, yeah, she's got like that Michael Caine British, not huh. that cool, like that, yeah. not the Queen Elizabeth. It's type. probably fake, but she you know, talk like this, like it's a more prestigious. Right. It's more like Michael Caine, and this is how I talk. And oh, my name is Adele, and I have really good songs. I would say. For I would well I would kill Kelly Osborne because I don't really know who right. she is. I okay. could care less. Okay. I don't know who she is, so she's a dead person. I would done uh, marry uh, Robin Quivers okay. because I would yeah. just be fascinated eternally to ask her about uh, uh, Howard Stern. All right. Yeah, that's actually. I'm so happy I get to have that leaves you in this my scenario. yes and uh, my I would leave my carnal desires uh, and unbridled passion. There we go uh, for Wendy. That's a big win. There I you go. would That's please a you big so win. hard. You don't even know. You don't even know. I'd be like a sex slave. Uh, Wendy, night maid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have cake and think about sleeping with you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Aaron, we're, we're going we're gonna to keep you in here. We're not going to let you get away. Wait, uh, can you stay? Can you have you ask him if he can oh, stay? Oh, he's going to stay. Yeah, yeah. I'll hang and, out. He's got a wife and he's kids gonna at stay. home. He's going to stay. This uh, is my big night out on the town. We've, oh, we've right. already... We've Fuck already, that domestic shit. Yeah, already, right? <laughs> I says the guy getting a divorce. That's I'm going to listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's obviously crushing it. <laughs> also, how the fuck are you getting divorced at 22? I have so many yeah, questions. Right. Well, here's the thing. I'm a good guy, that's why. Here's the thing, Aaron. Oh, yeah. don't You do need that. to stay for like another hour so that your crotch can dry from the uh, I know, beverage I still, filled, so yeah, I'm still uh, drying no, out. Air drying. No, no, no. Keep it wet. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Aaron, do you have anything in particular you would like to promote as we wrap this up and close it out? Oh, that's Laugh nice Finder. of you to ask. Laugh yeah, Finder. check out the Laugh Finder podcast. Check out the Out of the Blocks podcast. Absolutely. And, um, you know, keep listening to Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy. This is a super fun scene, man. I had a, I had a really good time here. Oh, there's more to be had. Yeah. Thank you for thank coming. Thank you so much. But also, thank My you pleasure. for being here. Yeah, great meeting you. <laughs> I'd have a cool quote like <laughs> Stefan, but uh, he should have showed the fuck up. He missed out, man. He did. Damn.
That's like Hurt Friender right there. That's like the, what the Hurt Friender <laughs> yeah. episode was like. Yeah. Just an hour of that. But that's what happens when you're not around. Yep. It's like we can take all the jabs because oh, yeah. nobody's yep. here to protect nobody's themselves. Nobody's here to protect themselves. Good evening. Good night. This is a big-timing comedy production. Wait a minute. I swear I've seen you before. That star living in real time. Something about you makes me wonder what it takes